Hello ladies and gentlemen, I'm Judith Fallon-Reed and welcome to Shelf Life TV, where I have great conversations with Caribbean authors about their lives and books. If you have yet subscribed to this podcast, please do so. You'll always know when new episodes are available. The video of this episode is available also on my YouTube channel. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel and check out my website at jfallonreed.com. Also, check out my other podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now it's time to share what's on my shelf. Welcome to Shelf Life. Today I talk with award-winning writer and filmmaker Janet Morrison, writer of A Different Me, A Better You. Hi Janet, it's so good to have you on Shelf Life. Good to see you. You're looking good. Thank you very much. Um, COVID not telling on me. COVID lockdown not telling on me. That's good. <laughs> well, you know, some of us thrived during COVID. Um, and I have to say that as difficult as it was, there are certain mm-hmm. aspects of my life that thrived. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I have to agree with you, you know. Um, sad, sad for the losses and, and the heartache and, and everything, but um, it hasn't been a good time for reflection mm-hmm. and for some of us to really consider where we are in life and where we really want to go. So in, in, that, in that sense, it has been really good for me. And for creative people, Mm-hmm. Um, most of my creative friends and both of us being in the creative arena I, a lot of creative people have told me it's been a good time for them to actually mm-hmm. have time to create again absolutely yeah yeah. So yeah I'm looking forward to what is coming out of this period but before we get into talking about all of that and even before we get into talking about your book which I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed because it was all about daring to be different and yeah. <laughs> I grew up being different feeling different, knowing yeah. I was different, trying so mm-hmm. hard to fit in at one point of my life and then just gave up and said, okay, yeah, this is me. And so I, your book really resonated with me. But before we get to there, tell me a little bit about yourself, Janet, growing up, where, where, you, where mm-hmm. are you from and what was life? Okay, so we have three hours. <laughs> my life has been varied and for which I give Um I started out in Spanish Town, that's where my mother is from. My father is from St. Elizabeth, Malvern, and they met at the record office in, in Spanish Town. So I grew up to about age four in Spanish Town. And then he got a, um, he was sent to, this is wrong, pre Federation and Federation time. That's how long ago it was. And he was sent to Grenada. So I spent six years, I actually grew. A, 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 an important part of my life was spent in Grenada from, from about four to about 10. So I actually came back to Jamaica um, just about when I was going to go into the last year of prep school and into high school. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm, you know, I have a very strong um, sense of Eastern Caribbean and of Caribbean. You know, I'm a, I'm a Caribbean person. I like my that. My sister is my sister, Trinidadian, and I have Three Trinities, so I have no choice. <laughs> I like that because you know, I of course I'm a Jamaican first, but mm-hmm. when 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 I recognize myself, I recognize myself as a Jamaican, but also as a Caribbean person. Yes. And I absolutely yes. love the idea of being a Caribbean person, not just a Jamaican, but belonging to a wider community that is called the Caribbean. And the it's Caribbean. Funny, yeah, it's funny that we're talking about that because my friend Ruan Budai, who is a blogger and a writer he just mm-hmm. wrote a piece about you know not being west indian and i mm-hmm. i said i'm not west indian i'm not indian 
and I don't know west of where. So, <laughs> so they I didn't know either. That's why we ended up as Westerners. They didn't know where they were going. So that's that's why we are. Where we are. I, yeah, but I tell him. I, like you, I I refuse to call myself a West Indian. I'm a yes. Caribbean person. I'm a Caribbean person. Yeah. I'm a Caribbean person. I love that. Too. And you tell okay. Caribbean stories, which you know, I'm I interview or have conversations with Caribbean authors, but I pretty mm -hmm. much only read Caribbean authors. I mm -hmm. mean, I went through my period of absorbing everything that there was mm -hmm. to absorb until I came full circle to Caribbean literature and like, wow, you know, the stories, mm -hmm. the richness, the depth of Caribbean stories. And you tell Caribbean stories, not just in writing, but uh, mm -hmm. or in books, but in film. And I know yeah. we're supposed to be talking about your book, but I have to talk about The Silent Heart. Yeah. Well, listen, we, we don't have to be apologetic um, for only reading Caribbean stories. Um, I'm sure Europeans have no qualms about, you know, the stories that they have written, that they have read, and that they've fed to us over the years. And that, you know, so we, we really don't have to be apologetic about only reading um, Caribbean stories. We have to give thanks yes. that we now have this body of, of, of Caribbean, of work from authors throughout the Caribbean, you know. Um, thanks for the pioneers from way back, man. Oh, and, and I mean, we're yes. going to them, but we get thanks for that, you know. So I, I make no apologies about who I read. Yeah. Um, in terms of Silent Heart, <laughs> um, okay, Silent Heart, <laughs> I don't know where to start. With so let me, Heart, let me start yeah. for you. Let me tell yeah, our please. audience <laughs> what we're talking about. So, The Silent yeah. Heart is a film mm -hmm. that Janet did. Um, for the propeller, Jafta propeller, you can go look it up and find out all the details about that, mm -hmm. right? But um, Jafta propeller had these five films and Silent Heart was one of the films mm -hmm. that got funded. And that film, it, it broke my heart. Uh, it, it made me, made tears come to my eyes and I'm not somebody who cry at movies um, <laughs> because it was about a young girl who was pretty much walking, going about our business and got taken. And that, that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, okay. Because at some point, I'm sure you plan to expand it into yes. a feature. Yes, yes. Um, Silent Heart actually started before Silent Heart. It really started when I um, entered the, how I entered the BBC playwriting competition which I was, you know, lucky to win. Yes, <laughs> in, in 2012, right? yes. yes, that was, yes. Um, and, and really, I was on holiday at home trying to figure out where I wanted to go in terms of career. At the time, I was um, at, in advertising. I was VP of Creative Services at Donald Corbin. And it was just at a time when I really wanted to leave advertising. I mean, it had scared me well, and I was very grateful and all of that, but there were things that I needed to do, and time was ticking, you know? So while I was on holiday, I, you know, you lay off in front of the TV, and, you, you know, you're, you're really absorbing, trying to absorb what was really happening around you. Mm -hmm. And in like on the TV, there was this, this roster of young women missing. Yes. 
So every night you get a new name, Latoya missing, so-and-so missing. So, and I'm saying, yeah, this is some girls. And, and once I started to investigate, you know, it, it kind of stuck in the cross. So again, while I'm on holiday, I'm, you know, on the internet, you know, checking out things, things to do and, and where I can take myself out of this place that I was. And I saw this BBC playwriting competition. I said, hmm. Radio was my original um, special mm-hmm. when I was at college. I mean, that, I specialized in radio. I didn't work in radio for very long, but um, it was a radio playwriting competition. I said, you know what, it's true. I'm going to try it because I had written material, obviously, for radio, mm-hmm. um, but the, the, the short format play in, in things like skits, and you know, under right. the law, I was the first writer of under the law. Can you believe under the law? And under going. the law is still going on. Not bad one for that one, I'm telling you. That was my first. <laughs> I love under job. the law, by the way. I love under the law. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an excellent, you know, an excellent way of, of, of providing information in an entertaining format. And, so and, I, and I, yeah. just took a pin for people who don't know what under the law mm. is. Uh, yes. In Jamaica, there's a short radio skit that comes on every day under the law. The law, right. which, um, <laughs> Really tells you what the laws of Jamaica yes. are and tells you what your rights are under yes. the law, but under in ways that make you listen to yes. it because they're fun skits. Yes, I have to remember that we're, we're not only a Jamaican audience here. And, yes. and I really want to just to, you know, give props to Ed Wallace because he, he basically premiered that kind of format of delivering um, important, um, you know, social issues, information, yes, in a, in, a, in a way that people can, you can, you can relate it to your everyday life, you know, and, and now it's done all the time. And so from, from that, I, I said, you know, I want to do a long format radio play then, and I do this. I mean, that's 56 minutes, right? Yes. A lot of writing, and I only had a few days because the deadline was a couple of days. Then. But I just, I just jumped on the laptop. It was like, it was like a sequence of events that had been set there for me. Nobody can tell me that this was not, you know, supposed to be. Right. But I saw the girls, I saw the competition, and I just had this energy just fell out of me. Literally, fell out of me. I know how that works. Laptop. I know how yes. that works. It my um, out of me onto the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even read. I didn't even read over the thing. I mean, I corrected stuff, but I didn't even read over the thing. I just pressed send, and of course, I forgot that um, England was <laughs> a different time ahead of us. So when I look at it, I barely made it. Barely made it. So well, you can imagine. You can imagine when I heard that I had one, which is another story. I heard, but, it's such yeah. a. It's such a beautiful, beautiful film. It's yeah. So from that, from that, I did Silent Heart. It's not the, it's not, um, it's not an excerpt from right. the radio play, but it is the same issue. Right. And having done Silent Heart, I have since developed a full-length feature um, called The Fisherman, which was the original name of it. Okay. Piece, so, so yeah. I'm but looking. Silent Heart. Boy, you're looking. I'm Good. looking. So you to find funding. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, I did four feature films. 
with no, very little oh, funding. Oh, so, oh, um, yes, yeah, so you know how it is. So I know put exactly. it out into this space for me so that, yeah, you know, yeah. I, know exactly I really how would like to make that film. I know exactly how it is. So let mm -hmm. us move from film to book mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. um, your book has five short stories mm -hmm. for tweens, really. Um, yes. And the tween, it's, it, I have tried to write in that space. Mm -hmm. And I've just not been able to write in that space. So I really take my hats off mm -hmm. to writers who can write really good stories in that space, that, that space that between the, you know, older yeah. youngsters yeah. and younger right. youngsters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when, when it has, I've had six tweens. <laughs> I mean, I had, I've raised quite a lot of tweens. I, I only biologically had two, but I've raised quite a lot of them in my house. Well, but somehow, well, very good. So I just took from them. I really yeah. took from them. And also it helped that I was in the space of um, young people with disabilities. And that is... Um, right. An because experience that really, really is, you have to experience it. Because this and, book is all really about, mm -hmm. this book is all about um, the five stories of five differently able children um, mm -hmm. who, you know, have different disabilities or are differently mm -hmm. abled, whichever of the terms right. you choose. Right. It's, mm -hmm. And um, just how, how much they can do despite that. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that, yeah, I really loved, I think the cave was my favorite of the stories. <laughs> A lot uh, of people was, like the cave. Yes, 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 uh, yes. It was my favorite of the stories. And I just love the whole idea that here is somebody who could not see. Mm -hmm. He led everybody mm -hmm. else to safety because he could mm -hmm. hear better. Right, right. You know, and he so for, each, for each of them, there is this. You know, they, they, uh, persons with disabilities will tell you that there's a reason why they don't say um, the blind boy, because the boy comes first. Right. I am a boy, and I happen to be blind. So there are other things within me that are important. There are other abilities that I have, some of which you share, but some are even special. Right. You know, my hearing is, is, is enhanced because of the disability. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's something special about me and, and different, you know, and different. about me. And yes. different. And, and, and that's the important thing, you know. And, um, and the young girl who wanted to dance, but was in a wheelchair. Right. And yes. that did not stop her from wanting to dance. Yes, and she had not, a prosthetic and, you know. Yeah, and it did off. not stop her from doing right. everything that she could to get right. herself to the place where she could dance Absolutely. and where Absolutely. she was going to dance. And right. as a former dancer myself, I could re uh -huh. relate with her. Relate to her, right. You know? um, so right. These, these stories are really stories of triumph. They're stories of how people who have disabilities have mm -hmm. just overcome them. And how, what, what I found interesting in the books, in the stories were the stories of the parents Right. The people because around the them. Yes. The, the, ones who, them. Yes. the ones who saw them as normal. Right. You know, and right. just pushed them to do whatever it is you wanted to do. And then those mm -hmm. who tried to pretend they saw them as normal, but you could right. tell still had not quite 
Like, yes, yes, yes. And and yes. one of the things that I I you wrote in one of your books something about Jamaica sign language. I didn't know Jamaica had its own sign language. Absolutely, and that is the that is one of the um, greatest difficulties that persons who are deaf or hard of hearing and who depend on sign language hear. Um, that that's one of the rivers that we you know we need to build a bridge across because. Uh, what has happened in the past is that American Sign Language has been taught. I mean, even right. in schools, when you see the children at concerts, dining and whatnot, that's American Sign Language. Uh, right. And a lot of the schools were, have been um, developed for the deaf by overseas, right. you know, some of the churches and so forth. But unfortunately, Jamaican Sign Language was not the first language that they were teaching. So it's almost like you're in a situation where you go to somewhere and um, English is not that person's first First language, right? And and, and it is mine. So that's what happens a lot of the time. When they go amongst themselves, they're signing in Jamaica Sign Language. Um, And when they go to a particular um, situation. So there has been a big push um, by the um, Jamaica um the um association make a association right um to really push to make a sign language and okay. they've done a, a wonderful job with it so what you see that young lady there's a young lady who signs for parliament yes. right so you see Antoinette signing yes um for most of a lot of officials she's signing jamaica sign language so what's the difference because i i was yeah, that, that one that one I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jamaica Sign Language. What's that? What's that? What's that? Um, is she I, I mean, is it is it Jamaica Sign Language in Jamaican language as in what we used to call Patwa, what is really now Jamaican? Well, well, I am not versed in Jamaica Sign Language, but it does have um the cadence of how we speak, you know. Oh. Right? And and what you have to remember is that for instance. There are phrases that Americans use, there are phrases that, oh, true, use true, true, that, true, true, that are all common true. to the culture, true. right? True. Um, so it, it, and it's not a, a, a full translation of factor, but it, there's a cultural difference in how we speak. I there's never a cultural difference how we, you know, yeah. I so, never thought I mean, of that because right. like we so. say it bad, 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 bad. Yeah, bad, bad. So of course, and you notice also, that even in her expressiveness, she uses her entire body. Mm-hmm. If you look at, um, for instance, um, say English sign language, they use up here more. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of this more. But we know we use the whole body. And isn't that very <laughs> so, so do they you know, sign do they sign our um visual talking to? If you look at her, the next time you see her signing, look and you'll see her doing a lot of, um, you know, body, facial, you know, um, very really? expressive. I yeah. never yeah. usually pay attention to her because yeah. I can hear. Yeah. But yeah. now that you, yeah. now yeah, that you look brought her. it to my attention, I will be looking. And, and then look at a, an American signer who does use their body as well. But you will see the difference in, 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 in the language. <laughs> you see, people, this is what I love yeah. about shelf life, is that we not just talk yeah. about the book. 
It's not just yeah. about the book. It's about all the things you learn by reading. It's all right. the things like, I mean, I didn't know there was Jamaican Sign Language and it might be big age here. So it grew in my head. I didn't know yeah. that. So, um, you know, you think I should know that, but I did not know that. Well, but, you know, you, you, yes, because you're not using the language. So, yeah, you know, I guess I'm not that, using it. Yes. Yeah. But, so, okay. you know, we don't have a lot of time left, but the book is called A Different Me, A Better You. And I want to mm -hmm. say that I, growing up, before we actually started recording mm -hmm. this, I, we were talking and I was saying, growing up, I always felt different. Mm -hmm. I didn't look different, but mm -hmm. I felt different. I didn't do, I wasn't interested in most of the things that most girls were interested in. Um, I, at age 12 and 13, I was reading transcendental meditation and all sorts of, mm -hmm. you know, um, esoteric types of things. Right. Yeah. It was just not what everybody else was reading. Right. And I tried for a long time. Well, not a very long time. But mm -hmm. I did try when I hit about my 20s, early 20s, mm -hmm. to fit in. And I tried mm -hmm. to do what other people were doing, wear the makeup, mm -hmm. high heels, all of that. And then mm -hmm. I, yeah, believe it or not, my dear. Yeah, just when, you know, I'm laughing because it was me, you know. Yeah, I used to wear makeup. <laughs> I, I tried it. I knew when I was about, what, 16, I tried it. And then when it was the end of it, I've never worn it since. Um, yeah, you know. I... I tried it and mm -hmm. I, it just wasn't me. So I dared mm -hmm. to be different. So the right. theme of your book of daring to be different and embracing mm -hmm. being different, different really, right. really resonated with me. Yes. Um, well, that, that came from a lot of things. It came from where I was in Grenada. Um, my, my, the, the, the circle that my family had to move in because of that disposition. Because mm -hmm. um, at that time, the administration was almost a, a quasi-governor thing. Right. And um, so they, they, <laughs> they, the friends and the, um, the officials and the so forth, everybody was white. Let me just uh, play. Yeah, just say. Everybody was white and, and brown skin. And I was the only little black girl in that circle, right? Um, so I was very different. Luckily, I was in a family that was very grounded. They knew who they were, and my parents, God bless them, they had no qualms about being of African descent. Mm -hmm. So they were very proud of who they were. And so that was passed to us. Right. So we were comfortable wherever we were. But I was different, and I noticed that difference. And then when I'm reading books, it's, I'm reading all of, and seeing all these white references. And so because I was an avid book reader, mm -hmm. you know, that made an impression on me that I wasn't seeing myself. And I always felt the outsider, you know? Um, so when I went to St. Jude's Prep, and there was, this inclusive environment, because they had a special unit where there were children with disabilities. I said, you know, um, this is so important because it absolutely impacted my children's lives. Um, just being with friends and, and, and being in that situation where they had um, children with different disabilities. Mm -hmm. And so inclusion has really been something that has been in my mind. Worse when as a, as a Rastafarian from a middle class family, you know, 
again, I was different. Even yes. I'm always the fine. Because, you know, whichever, you know, uptown girl. Uptown. Uptown, you know. So, I wish I did it. So, <laughs> that. I was know. fortunate in that when I walked <laughs> that road, there were a lot of other uptowners walking that road. Exactly. You know, it's. It, it, I mean, even at school, I, w- I went to Rice, which is, again, in a very white, at that time, West Indies were yes. just coming into Toronto. Yes. I was the only black woman in my year, in my radio and TV as, um, as I say, thank God for the hotel people who were full of Caribbean people again. So I used to, you know, so I, again, being the outsider and, and, and understanding um, what it is to be an outsider. I'm, I'm very sensitive to being inclusive, you know, and and to just because we come out better for it. Yes, the persons who are, you know, interacting with persons with disabilities, for instance. Which is exactly what your, which is exactly what your title says. Yes. A different me, yes. a better you. A better you. You yes. know, you yes, learn absolutely. how to be inclusive, yes. and mm-hmm. I think that in a society such as Jamaica, where we're mm-hmm. not very inclusive, mm-hmm. and I'm saying, right. and who are right. mix mix, we're not very inclusive. Um, you know, if you don't look a certain way, if you don't walk a certain mm-hmm. way, if yeah. you are in church and you don't fit a certain mold, if you are yeah. Rasta and you don't fit a certain mold, if you are yeah. gay, if you are yeah. not yeah. too white, if you are too black, if you're, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you see it's that, that is what causes a lot of tension in this society. So you're always trying to play one against the other. And, you know, it, it, that's what causes um, a lot of tension. And yes. so, um, you know. And a, and a lot of identity crisis that we have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, comes from yeah. the fact that we yeah. don't, we don't, yeah. act, like, I mean, I still have people who call me brownie, you know. <laughs> Well, look, look for me. Look like a brownie too. <laughs> 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 I'm like, brown girl. <laughs> girl. And I don't know like, which one to be surprised that the girl or the girl. <laughs> and I mean, when I look in the mirror, I see a black girl. You know, exactly. I see a black woman. Exactly. Exactly. I see a black woman when I look in the mirror. I see a black woman when I look at you. I don't see a brown woman or a, right. you know, I don't see any of those mm-hmm. things. And How do you so, get to those thin? I mean, you know, the scales is that like, you know, you're looking at a makeup palette and you've got yeah. light and little light and light and it's coming, you know. And, and the know. funny thing is that when I'm home in Jamaica, because I spend so much time at the beach, I am not this yeah. white. <laughs> when I'm home in Florida, <laughs> I live in both places. Yeah. When yeah. I'm home in Florida, where I spend too much time in the air conditioning, yeah. I look like yeah. this. Yes. But, you know, I say that to say that what one of the one of the messages of your book, which mm-hmm. I think is so important, is teaching children to be inclusive, mm-hmm. teaching mm-hmm. children that things like the color of your skin, your gender, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. disability, or your different yeah. abilities, which yeah. whatever yeah. they are, don't change who you are as a person. And I think that message comes across really strongly in all five stories. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we can get this message, there are some books, there are some books that 
and I'll be very honest that I've done a lot of books on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some books that are great books, but I would not say must be a must read in a school. Right. This is the right. kind of book that I would love it to be a must read in yeah. our schools for our, our older, older, older young ones mm-hmm. and our younger mm-hmm. old ones. Mm-hmm. Because it's a book that teaches in, in, in fairly simple terms, but in such a great, such great stories, well-crafted stories, mm-hmm. why we need to honor each other and see everybody as valuable in our society, mm-hmm. you know, and see that mm-hmm. everybody has purpose, reason, and rhyme. Right. Absolutely. You put it so well. <laughs> I couldn't have done it better myself. <laughs> and and what, what I think what is, what is important about the book too in terms of generations is that it's the kind of book that you can, that a parent can read as well yes. and enjoy. Yes. And I've had quite a few people who have given it to their child to read and then they have read it. And so they are able to have a conversation mm-hmm. about the content. And I think that is what is also very important. Yes. And um, the fact that parents and child can discuss. Yes. yes. And it's timeless. It's a yes. time, they're yes, timeless absolutely. stories. Yes. Um, they're the kind of things that I would have taught my kids who are both grown women now with their own children. Um, yes. And it's the absolutely. kind of things that their children need to be taught. And the children mm-hmm. after that need to be taught. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I really, I, I wish I had some kind of in because so many of these books that yes. I have reviewed belong in yes. curriculum. Belong in the schools, right? They belong yes. in schools. They belong yes. where our children yes. not just are yes. have an elective to read. Mm-hmm. We have to read, right. analyze, write book report. Yes. Right. Right report. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tell you the truth. Sometimes I wonder. But you know, but, you know I think if we look at as how children um, perceive books. I think that part of it has been our problem. When you talk about book, I think about um, school, mm-hmm. learning, that situation. Books are fun. Yeah. Books, uh, you I, know, are you entertaining. Know, I, I have to give props. I have yeah. to give props where props are due. I have to give yeah. props to like the BIAJ and even yes. Blue Banyan, yes. your, your um, yes. publisher, yes. Tanya, publisher, and yeah. people yeah. like that who are doing everything they can to make it, make yeah. it fun. You know, read right. Jamaica. Yeah. Read yeah. Jamaica, where mm-hmm. it's all about reading and being right. fun. And um, I'm sure they enjoy it. Read Jamaica, I've read at a couple of the you know, schools and I said, more, Miss, more, yes. Miss. They want you know, they say, and I mean, not my book necessarily, but read yeah. another book. They, they, want they another enjoy story. They say, yes, miss. They enjoy so, you know. Yeah, yeah children they, still, they really yeah. still enjoy reading. Um, My friend mm-hmm. Dawn has mm-hmm. a program, the Caribbean Edge Kids, and that mm-hmm. every Sunday, she has kids on yeah. their reading, and they're reading their okay. favorite books mm-hmm. and loving them. So, yes. you know, this, this mm-hmm. idea that kids don't read anymore, I have proven yeah. it's not true. Um, yeah, it's not true. Yeah, I have read yeah. my Antarctica book to children's <laughs> groups all over in the US, in Jamaica, right. and just seeing their eyes pop open and right. spellbound by the story yeah, and the pictures. So, you know, I want to say, Janet, as we wrap up, thank you so much for this beautiful oh, book. Um, thank, thank you so much for a different me, a better you, for writing mm-hmm. something that will teach us that it, we need to be inclusive. We need to see mm-hmm. that everybody has value. 
you know, yeah. and um, that the heart that beats inside of us, the blood that runs in our veins is the same. Same. It's same, the same. same. Whether same I can thing. walk or not, yeah. whether I can yeah. hear or not, it does not change who I am as a human being and as a person, yeah. and it does not change my value. So I want to say thank you very, very much. It has been fun. And um, Thanks for having me. <laughs> I am looking forward to the movie. <laughs> just put and it out there, girl. Just put it out there. <laughs> you're going to get funding, man. It will come. It will come. It will come. If I can do four, you can do. You can do. It will come. You just have to keep at it and keep and get it. Right. But right. thank you very, very much. It was fun. And I look forward to the next one. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Totally. <laughs> Have a great day. Stay blessed yes. and stay safe. COVID still a keep. Yes, I know it's still a keep. So everybody, just <laughs> remember that. And it has no, there's no difference. No, no. <laughs> it's no very inclusive. Very, very that. inclusive. Right. Thank you very much, Jack. Right. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, my dear. You too. subscribe to this podcast please do so you'll always know when new episodes are available the video of this episode is available also on my youtube channel please subscribe to my youtube channel and check out my website at jadefallonree.com